I'm your host, Ernest Ortiz. Welcome to Change the Chapter, where self-improvement comes first. Happy hump day, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Change the Chapter. Last week, I said we're going to discuss how emotional health can lead to mental health. There's a there's a really big difference on this, and, and I've learned this through like reading and researching and, you know... I didn't want to go ahead and talk about something that I really didn't know much about. I have my personal experience on the emotional level that people told me that it's a possibility to have mental health from. I have one personal friend that's a therapist and um, that's what she deals with. She deals with people's emotionals, like problems and the way they express themselves and so on. We'll, we'll get into all that and I'll explain into more detail of how I personally had dealt with this. That's why I want to have this. Because this is my personal journey that I went through with my emotional care. Um, Emotional health actually involves your ability to manage and express from your personal experience. So what you went through with family, friends, or significant others, or even with yourself and not going out and saying what you need to say and expressing yourself. While on the other hand, mental health um, is about how well you can process and understand from your past experience, how it sits with you and how it can give a really bad mental picture and just kind of like really mess with you mentally in all reality. I personally dealt with this situation on the emotional level. Um, I was never really good with the way I expressed things. I used to hold things in, not really want to say anything because I was always like fearful about how people would see me, how people would go ahead and put me in a certain category of being over-emotional. And I am a very emotional person. And I didn't want to be judged for it. I didn't want to get seen differently. I just felt like it was something that, you know what, nobody needs to know. It's nobody's business. I'll sit back, I'll bury it in, and I'll deal with it with myself when I get the chance to. And within time, me doing that, I've learned as I kept getting older and older, I kept just holding things back and not telling people actually how I felt, how they made me feel, how they how they portrayed me. Like, I didn't enjoy that. So I started going ahead and started expressing myself. And this is with me reaching out to a friend of mine who's a therapist. And she told me, like, look, this is not good for you. You need to make sure you go ahead and start expressing yourself because like, it can literally lead to mental issues as you move forward with your life, with your relationships, with your friends, your family, or even your significant other. Like, it's going to be a major problem if you don't go ahead and attend to this. So with me doing research, and I'm not going to say in-depth research, just, you know, looking and reading, trying to understand the real big difference between emotion and mental. Like Like I mentioned, that emotional is... You know, managing and expressing yourself from your personal experience while mental health is um, much more on a in-depth part, I guess you can say. When it comes to processing and understanding, it becomes a little more complicated in that sense. Again, I don't know much about this. I'm going based on my personal experience, what people had told me and my friends of what they they just let me know. There are many things that we don't pay attention to that can be signs for us to have actual poor emotional health. You know, it can go from, I don't know, um, poor work experience, you know, like your performance of how 
you you deal with it. And honestly, insomnia is one of them. And that's something I dealt with. I don't feel I have insomnia. I know people actually just have insomnia on its own category. But insomnia is part of it because you sit there. You're thinking about what you're feeling and how you want to say things. Your mind is just nonstop. It's just, it's just running continuously. And it doesn't feel like it shuts off. And believe it or not, this is something I, I could not believe that I read. It, I can't, I, it just feels weird even saying this. Believe it or not, if you are not in a good emotional health, it can actually cause problems with your sexual performance. When I read that, I was like, there is absolutely no way this is true. And I read on it, it was like, yes, like you not being self-confident, not um, being happy with what you see and everything. Like, I guess it plays a part. I understood that, but like how it can like, really tie into your sexual performance. I thought that was something that was just like extremely mind, like boom, like, oh my God, like this can't be serious. Personal hygiene, you know, you got people who don't get out of bed. Same thing on the mental health aspect. They don't want to get out of bed. They don't want to get up and do anything. They don't want to shower. They don't want to clean. Your eating habits, getting high blood pressure. You know, these these are things that can be more on the emotional side than on a mental side. And, you know, in order for us to deal with this, we got to go ahead and we got to find a way how to, like, like sit down and actually, like, I guess, in all reality, express it. We got to find a way to express it. And I found that there was steps to actually go ahead and do this. And I wrote these steps down. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know I shouldn't have done that, but, you know, I had to clean my throat. It's okay. Anyway, they said that you should be... Aware of your emotions. That's the first thing you should do. Go ahead and notice your your anger. Notice um, how sad you are. Notice if you're bothered. Whatever the emotional feeling may be, be aware of it. Get Process that through. Like, be aware. Accept your feelings. And these are things that I dealt with on my emotional side. And I didn't deal with these steps in this order, but this is what they say you should do. Then they say to process and manage these feelings. So when you accept your feelings, this is what I did. When I accepted my feelings, what I did was I took a piece of paper, I took a pen, and I wrote everything down. It was my self-journal. It was my journal of everything I was dealing with, family, friends. You know, even when I had my relationship issues, I wrote it all down. And I started noticing things that I constantly just didn't say anything about. I didn't speak about it. I kept it to myself. I didn't want to tell my family, my friends. Because I didn't, like I said, I didn't want to get seen in, in a bad light. Like as if I'm over emotional and so on. Once you go ahead and you write it down, what I did was they said the next step is to process and manage those feelings. So that's what I did. When I wrote down my feelings and everything I did, I started paying attention to every little detail of what I felt, how to deal with it. And then I went ahead and I expressed it. So whoever I had the feeling with, whoever it was that I had an issue with, I, I just felt uncomfortable, belittled, disrespected, whatever the case may be, I then went ahead and I spoke to the person about what I was feeling. And within this process of me learning this and doing this on my own, I'm telling you now, you will lose some friends. It's going to happen. It's happened to me. You're going to lose some friends who are going to think that, or oh, you're just saying this because you want to do it for yourself. And in all reality, yes, I'm doing it for myself because 
my emotional health matters more than anyone else's. I'm not saying nobody else's emotional health matters. I cannot focus, help, or go ahead and give any insight to anybody's emotional well-being or their mental health if I don't even got minds in order. So I had to go ahead and start being selfish. I started being selfish and focusing on me. And people started calling me weird and I was changing and I was a different person. That's okay. People are going to do that. And you know what? That just means those people who are doing it to you are not there for you to go ahead and let you go ahead and figure out your self journey to make yourself a better person. So if they're doing that, kick them to the curve, get rid of them. They don't belong in your circle. And I discussed that before on one of my other episodes. So don't even deal with them. Don't put your energy in them. Don't involve yourself. Don't even look their way. It is not worth it. It is not needed. And you don't need that to be in your way for your self journey. So with all these tests that was happening, I started to go ahead and, you know, start a process for myself. I started practicing self-care. I started not being scared to reach out to people. If I had something that was bothering me, I didn't do it with everyone. Um, I did it with very few selective people because I didn't want to get judged. And, um, Another thing that we have to understand, we have to understand that our life has a purpose. Once once we can do that, it, it, it gives us more it just it just gives us more energy, it gives us more light, and we have to stay active. We gotta make sure we stay active to keep our mind off whatever it is that may be roadblocking us. We don't we don't want that, we don't wanna deal with it. And as well, you have to manage your time. Managing your time is very important. You know, make yourself a schedule from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. A lot of people can't do it. It's something that's very difficult to do. I still struggle with it to this day. And I do it here and there. I go to it. I stop. I do it again. I stop. But I'm trying my best to deal with that. That's something that on an emotional level that I'm trying to deal with. And um, I'm just trying to make sure that I can get that in order with myself. And it's not something that comes easy. Having personal hygiene problems, insomnia, sexual performance, all that that I mentioned before are very big things that can lead to mental health. In all reality, it can. The biggest thing that I can talk about from personal experience and what I hear about people talk about mostly would be the expressing of your emotions. Once we close ourselves off, we start to make ourselves feel like we're not being attended to. We feel unwanted. And we're not being cared for. But that was our doing. And I want to make that very clear. That is our doing. Because we chose to bottle it all up. And then you go ahead. And when you got it all bottled up. And your top is ready to explode. You feed it to somebody else who doesn't deserve it. And you're starting to make people feel bad. That don't deserve that. And doing that will eventually. Become a mental health issue. And the reason why I say that is because, like I said, I spoke to my therapist. Well, not my therapist, my friend. And she's a therapist. And she told me, like, this is going to lead to mental health problems. She told me it can lead to mental health problems. She said what's going to happen is you're going to go ahead and live your everyday life like that. And it's going to mentally mess you up when it comes to family, friends, or even your significant other. And it can lead to the point that if you continue being this way, you might have to seek some type of help. You might have to seek some therapy because you got it so embedded in yourself. You have put it so deep into your head that now you're actually making yourself believe that no one cares for you. No one loves you. Nobody's there for you. And nobody wants anything to do with you. And that's when it becomes a mental health issue. 
and you just you just shut yourself off from the world. You just go ahead and get everyone away from you. You want no one to deal with you. You just don't want to deal with anybody. You want to go ahead and seclude yourself. You want to isolate yourself from the entire world. Whenever you have a family member, friend, or if you involve yourself with a significant other that has emotional issues or mental health issues, you got to remember that we have to approach it with caution and care. With mental health and emotional health, trying to cope with life and relationship, we must learn to have balance. We got to make sure to respect, you know, understand the people's boundaries and stay in place and make sure that we don't overstep ourselves. I'm going to be honest with you. I have done that because I always feel that I have all the answers and I don't. I don't always have all the answers. I have people who call me out, like I mentioned before, and I, I just always want to try to help. I'm, I might not have experienced what you went through. I might not have any idea, but I'll go ahead and, you know, draw up a scenario and I'll be like, hey, look, if I was in that situation, I'll probably try A, B, C and just try to deal with the process the best way I personally feel I would in your situation. Mental health is a lot harder. And I understand that it's a lot harder when it comes to decision making, interacting with others, trying to manage stress. Like it becomes way more in depth and more difficult than I can possibly imagine. Like it could come from either family experience to um, it being a biological factor that we have no control over. And that's why mental health is so important. And and I, I don't even have words for it. I, I can't explain it. I can't go deep into it because personally me, I don't have mental issues in that way. And for those who do, I can't even understand or even try to fathom what it is you're going through. I have absolutely no idea. I have friends that have mental issues and they speak to me and they express themselves and they tell me. And I always tell them that is such a difficult thing to deal with. And I am being honest. I tell them all the time, anyone that I know that goes through, I applaud them for being so strong, being so, so hard on themselves in the sense of like, they want to push through it and, and just like strive and they do it. And then it's like the next day, they're just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's where it is it this is why i wanted to do this because i see so many people that go through it mentally and emotionally me personally and nobody really i guess not that they don't want to talk about it they're scared to talk about it due to judgment i read where it said that mental health is our hardware and our emotional health is our software so the software being like the programs and the hardware being everything else that's like running the computer. And I thought that was so interesting and so so direct with how it gets like put together. Like it is just extremely incredible. And I, I listen, I really can't even put into words because just even thinking about this while I'm speaking this, my mind is currently running on an emotional level where I'm like, man, like, I'm really hoping that this actually helps somebody. I really hope that somebody can like take something from this and just learn. And I'm not telling them to do. I don't want anyone, whoever listens to this, to do what I tell you. I'm just telling you what I find, what I learned, and what I have been through. We, we all cope with things differently. 
All I'm saying is if you're emotionally dealing with something, don't hold back your emotions. Don't hold back your thoughts. Like if you find it difficult to do so, do what I did. It worked for me. It's a possibility. It might work for you. Write it all down. Read it back to yourself and see what you can deal with. See what's the easiest part. Like if it's something that's an issue with your mom, with your dad, your brother, your sister, a friend or your significant other. Find the smallest thing that you can see that is the easiest to deal with and go ahead and deal with that on an emotional level. Because if we continue bottling things up mentally, we're going to just straight up, we're going to fuck ourselves over. We're going to get so bad and it's going to like literally mess us up within our life as we continue to try to grow and that should not be part of our self journey and I know it's easier said than done I'm 36 years old and this is still a learning process for me I don't have this down packed I don't understand it fully I'm still learning I'm just trying to give information of what I went through and what I've experienced so maybe somebody else that might be going through Whatever it is, they can take whatever small things that I dealt with or like little steps or what helped me get through things, they can take it and maybe do something with it. As we deal with our emotional health, we we really need to set reasonable expectations on ourselves. We should not, I'm not saying don't go ahead and try to reach for the stars. By all means, do it, but don't start that way like go ahead and you know slowly gradually get there you know get support for yourself and and breathe through it i know i really hate it when somebody says oh just breathe just breathe and another thing for anyone who does not have emotional or mental health issues i want to make this as clear as possible please 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 do not tell somebody Oh, it's going to be all right. It's all in your head. It is the worst thing to tell somebody that is emotionally dealing with something and mentally. Don't do that. Just listen. Sit there. Give an ear. Even if you may not understand and you don't get it, give an ear and be like, look, you know, is there anything I can do for you? Like, I I have not experienced this. Like, how can I help? Do you have a a, a system? Do you have something that... You do when you feel like this. Is there something that I can do? Like, don't tell somebody, oh my God, just relax. It's not that serious. Oh, that's in your head. Don't do that to people. It is by far the worst thing to do because you're going to trigger them so much. And I'm telling you on a personal experience that whatever that they're dealing with at that moment and you do it to people, there is a high possibility, whatever it is that they're dealing with, you're going to get all the backlash. It doesn't happen all the time. I have had my moments when somebody told me, oh, just breathe, relax. It's not that serious. That's all in your head. And I have lashed out verbally in a disrespectful manner. I am human. I commit mistakes. I've done it. Please don't do that to people. It is it is not nice. It is not good. Me personally, that has helped me. I also try to do my best to stay away from watching so much news. I try to like... Keep it away because I don't want to see all that negative stuff that's being put out there. Get some books. Read. I'm not a reader. I don't read books. I'm being honest with you. I don't read books. I go ahead and read like little articles on how to like self-improve myself and stuff like that. That's what I do. I don't, I'm not real too crazy about books like that. Um, Another thing that I can tell you is make sure you stay connected with family and friends. And 
I have noticed with COVID-19 happening, it has created a drastic change for me. I was always such an outgoing person. I always wanted to go out. I always wanted to hang out. I bartended for God knows how many years. And I've always been the type of person to be a social butterfly. And then with COVID-19 happening as well, it, it kind of like pushed me back where like I had to kind of like stay home. We was technically forced to do so. And I learned even more about myself where I was hiding so much of what I was doing because I thought it was okay to go out and hang out and chill and be with my friends all the time. And I never gave myself any time for me to actually sit there and cope with my emotions, my thought process, and finding a way how to better express myself. So I know it's probably a lot harder now where we, we, we were being so isolated and we learned so much about ourselves. And it made my anxiety worse. I'm being totally honest with you. It just it, it skyrocketed even more. Every little thing made me nervous. Anything I did, it was bothering me. And like my heart rate was always up. It just it just made it bad for me to be totally honest with you. Now I'm a lot better. I deal with it a little better. Um, I express myself more. I I deal with those things in a better sense. So if you're struggling with that, my opinion to you would be again try to stay away from watching anything that's so negative. Try to read things that's more positive and just just stay away from any type of negative energy. If you have anxiety, mental health, anything like that. Stay away from anybody who's going to tell you, relax, it's all in your head. Stay away. Anybody who's giving you any type of that energy, get them out of your life. You don't need them. If they're not supporting you, they're not taking care of you, they're not helping you, they're not doing any of it, you don't need those people in your life. So all of this being said, like these are things that can like really mentally like mess us up and it can cause mental health and it becomes out to be so much worse like if we can go ahead and grab it when it's happening and i know that's hard to do go ahead and pay attention to it we just got to learn how to take a break if we need to that's another thing that's very important if you need to take a break stay away from some people go ahead and have your your own self time you know go ahead realize where you are and just like sit down and take time for you and just do it for yourself there's nothing wrong with that and I think everyone should do that because it helps us out in so many ways that you won't even believe because I was not the person who liked to sit alone because I always felt like me being alone was something that wasn't a choice. I shouldn't choose to be alone. And in all reality, I'm glad that I have learned that it's okay to be alone sometimes. It's okay to take that time for myself. It's okay to go ahead and self-reflect and pay attention to things that I need to fix and what. I need to do to make a difference to be better for me and for the person that I plan on being with in the future so like that I'm not being a total jerk in all reality another thing that I would say if you really want to go ahead and try to like get away from your emotional ways of it dragging you down you got to find a way to become the stronger version of yourself get rid of any bad habits that you have that can be holding you back whether it's drinking smoking hanging out, staying up late, partying, whatever it may be. If you're trying to distract yourself, go ahead and make it more positive. Read more books. Me, I play my video games. That's what I do. That's my outlet. That's my way away from stuff. And I listen to a lot of music. I belt myself out singing, even though I can't sing. That's what I do. 
Um, I went ahead and I picked up a piano and I did it for four years. Now I want to go ahead and learn the guitar. Find something to get your interest. If you want to learn an instrument, go ahead and get an instrument and do that. You like to paint? Go get yourself some painting material. Get yourself a canvas and go ahead and build yourself like a little corner where you could go ahead and play your music and paint. Whatever it is that you can do to go ahead and turn whatever the bad habits are and replace them with positive things. Go ahead and do something that's you enjoy that is not going to damage you mentally and emotionally. Our emotional health is so important and we got to make sure that we do not undercut ourselves for it. We need to go ahead and start expressing ourselves. And when I say express yourself, I'm not saying go to the person and start yelling at them and argue them and tell them, oh, you're a piece of shit for making me feel like this, etc., 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 etc. No. Have a decent conversation. Sit them down and be like, hey, look, there's some things I've been holding back. There's some things that you've done that made me feel this way. I would like to go ahead and have a discussion with you. If you go ahead and have that discussion with the person and they don't want to have that discussion, say, oh, that's in the past. Be like, that's fine. I understand that it's in the past. I totally get that. But I need to let this out. I got to get it out because it's something that's been harvesting inside of me and it's making me feel bad. It's making me feel a certain way with our relationship and I have to express it. I got to get it off. So I need to tell you. And if they choose not to do it and they don't want to have it, then don't have the conversation with the person. You know what you do? Get them out of your life because if they truly care, they'll sit there, they'll listen, and they will go ahead and try to find a way to fix it. And if they did something wrong, they'll apologize for it. If you misunderstood what they said, they'll go ahead and explain it. These are just things that we need to do to go ahead and pay attention to our emotional health so like that in the future, it doesn't damage us mentally. And I don't. I'm not saying that you know, constantly always talking about everything and doing everything. It's always going to make things better. Sometimes it makes it difficult for the time, but it will get better. Sometimes it just gets a little rough. Sometimes it gets a little harder. And, you know, a lot of people don't like talking about their emotions and expressing themselves because they've been hurt. They've been played. They've been looked at like a fool. They've been considered weak. They've been called over-emotional. Oh, my God, you're too, you're too soft about it. Like, I don't even know why you're doing this. It's not that serious. Like, and I'm, and I'm sorry for anybody who has treated you in that way. I'm, I apologize on their behalf. But it doesn't mean that you need to stop being yourself and not express yourself. Go ahead. Start expressing yourself and let people know how you feel. I found this quote. And I'm telling you, this quote is so amazing. Raise your words, not your voice. It is rain that grows flowers, not thunder. I don't know who wrote that, but whoever wrote that, and if you can find out who wrote it, man, I'm just saying that, whew, that is, that's some powerful, powerful words. And I'm going to read it again. Raise your words, not your voice. It is rain that grows flowers, not thunder. And that is so perfect, like, Express your words, express them, raise your words, express them, but don't raise your voice. You don't have to yell, you don't have to scream, you don't have to belittle, you don't have to be disrespectful to go ahead and get your point across. Gently, gently have the conversation. You being loud and all shaky and making so much noise like thunder is not going to make it better. It's the, it, you know, let your words be the rain, you know, let it be soft, let it genuinely 
touch it because rain is not going to hurt you. It's not, you know, it's not going to do anything to you. You know, thunder, like, you can get scared from noise. You can panic. You can freak out. Rain, you're not going to freak out from. My personal opinion, that's how I'm seeing it. And, and I just think that is something very powerful. And I, I just, I, I'm just in love with that quote. It is just fantastic. There are many things that we deal with emotionally that we go ahead and just kind of like lose it for some time. And I want to tell you this. Don't fear to be alone. Fear being with someone who makes you feel alone. I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Change the Chapter. If you guys love to have a conversation with me, talk, give some pointers, some topics, please feel free to reach out to me at changethechapter13 at gmail.com. Or if you want, go ahead and DM me on Instagram on Ortiz, that's O-R-T-I-Z underscore 5285. And next week, we're going to talk about the difference between lonely and loneliness.